let's go. So, um, today you're with Mariam and um, it's going to be a really nice episode of the Reform Your Lifestyle show. So she's a really good friend of mine and we always try not to talk too much and never happens that we can stop in time. So I hope you also will enjoy. Um, and we will talk about today about balance in life and how balance is different for everyone. And uh, it's quite interesting how we got here. I'm trying to start a blog and she's going to have me. And they came up that, okay, but who am, I, who am I talking to in this blog and how to form the words? And then it was like, yeah, basically it's for women who in any situation, they're facing something that they have to solve in their lives and, and how uh, how is that different for everyone. So please welcome Mariam here and let's hear a few words about her. Uh, hi, I'm Mariam. I'm... 37 years old. I'm a mom of two kids, 13 and nine. Actually, no, 14 now. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> keep forgetting. <laughs> um, 14 and nine. And yeah, here I am. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about where are you from? What's your cultural background? Because I found that fascinating and, and it's really um, points to the direction of how to how to see everything. So the Swiss system through an eye of an expert yeah. and uh, like a really born expert, basically, you are, right? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm actually half American, half Egyptian. Um, I actually lived for the first 11 years of my life in Saudi Arabia with my family. And then um, when I was about 11, yeah, exactly 11, on my birthday, we traveled back to Egypt and I lived there until I was also about maybe 23 and moved to Switzerland. So I've been in Switzerland for now 13 years. So funny. It's like 11, 12, 13. So I it's time like for blocks, you to move on for somewhere. No, I have no intention at the moment of moving unless they forcibly kick me out. <laughs> yeah. So um, the question was that you asked me so brightly that, who am I going to talk? And uh, then we came to, to this point that, that um, to, to people, mainly for women, who are struggling to figure out their situation. And um, how true is that, that, that uh, we are kind of have pressure from every direction. So are you working? Are you mom? Are you home? Are you doing this or doing that? And why are you not doing this and that? And um how do you feel about this? What what kind of pressures you feel, and how do you cope with them? Do you cope with them? Um, well, pressure definitely. I think I put the pressure a lot on myself, um, and I guess it also depends on society uh, or people that are around you. I think it has to do with environments of people around you as well. Um, it play both play a role. Uh, you can either torture yourself or other people start torturing you because you mentally keep going through it thinking, why am I not doing enough? Why am I not enough? Why can't I be like um, like my next door neighbor? Uh, why can't I be like my other friends or my cousins or relatives or whatever that are able to balance like everything? I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I've not been able to work since I had my kids uh, for many, many, many reasons, for medical reasons, change of country and language and not being able to get back to doing what I uh, actually originally set out to do in my career path. 
Um, and then I was just feeling bad about myself, about having just being stay at home mom. And I see other people working or able to uh, do all their hobbies and careers. And I ended up basically spending a lot of time just with my kids. Um, and you, you sort of start losing sight of what really matters is yourself and what you can do and not what uh, everybody else thinks you should be doing. And I think that's what's really bad sometimes is that we, we, we lose ourselves because we're too busy trying to catch up with something that may also not be realistic or achievable. It's, it, and it won't make us happy. Um, I think you need to focus more um, on what you can do, what you can do well uh, on your level, at your pace, and not being stuck in that rat race, I think, with everybody else or this endless comparison of thinking you feel bad about yourself. You say, I'm not as good. I'm, I'm, I'm not as pretty. I'm not as physically fit. I'm not as capable or smart. Um, and it becomes a terrible cycle. I think, I think many, many moms have suffered this, whether they're working moms or stay-at-home moms. I think I have a lot of friends that are working moms full-time and they also feel guilty from other people because they're not always home with their kids or yeah. they've had to put their kids in childcare. And, oh, I'm not spending enough time with my kids. Uh, oh, no, why are, why are you going out for a run right now? You should be spending more time with your kids. You're, you're not focusing on them. Uh, or uh, oh, you're working too late. You've missed this or that or, or their first smile, their first walk or whatever. But... I think you have to remember you're working for a reason, whether it's personal reasons or for financial, uh, I mean, like the personal be personal fulfillment, which is also important. You, you cannot forget yourself in all of this. Yeah. Um, it's, you're not selfish <laughs> to want those things. I think we have to remind ourselves we're not selfish yeah. to want those exactly. things. I think there are these labels that really um, hurt me. Yeah us and we are hurting others too because um i heard you saying you're just a stay-at-home mom but is it really a just so we really have to be careful it's it's a absolutely usual thing it's not a normal thing but we all say i'm i'm just this i'm just that but but uh here comes something really self-inducted problem because if i say i am just something then there is already an open door for someone to say, okay, but I'm more. If you're just yeah, that, I'm more, yeah. I already more well, because look at me, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not just this, but I'm also that. And uh and it's it's not necessarily um on purpose that the other person would say, Yeah, I'm doing this and this, and you're do you're doing just that. It's it's not that they want you to feel bad. It's like more like Sometimes even with envy, oh my God, so good. You only have to focus on these kind of things. And oh, yeah. you don't have to go over, like, I don't know what kind of troubles, commuting to work, doing this or that. And uh, and it's also really deeply wiring us, like insecurities, that, that whenever someone does something, we straight away, not taking face for you, we think it yeah. further. And 
most often to the we benefit of the others. Yeah, we dissect our own personalities and then feel bad about ourselves. And then I don't know if other people start feeling good about themselves because of that. Like, well, yeah, well, oh gosh, poor her. Like, you know, she's just not able to do all that. I mean, or you get other people. There are some people who are actually nasty and judgmental. There are people who will be like, well, I was able to do it. Why can't you? And that's even worse, I think, sometimes. But I think if, if someone comes to you and say this straight into your face, it's easier to deal with the confrontation. Yeah, right? just, you can just get, shake it up like, 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 good for oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like self, you know, <laughs> you mean like self righteous or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be your friend. Yeah, we're That's not going to be buddies for very long, right? Yeah, I guess you do. It is, that is true. It's like when, when it's that sort of, hidden message that keeps being sent out that slowly eats away at everything your confidence your uh, own actual mental stability after a while i mean you're carrying this emotional baggage around that you sort of feel i'm never enough and no matter what i do it's not going to be good enough and i think that's from both sides because i find like stay-at-home moms that are be like oh well you just sit at home and like it's cushy it's comfortable you don't have to do anything else like what do you do or the other side, like with moms that work all the time, it's like, well, you work all the time. Like, what do you have to worry about? I mean, you just pick the kids up and put them in bed. I mean, what else do you have to do? Yeah. Uh, and it's, you're going to be, get, feel guilty uh, no matter what you do, because there's always that judgment. Yeah. Um, but I think you really do have to just do what's best for you, what works for you at your own pace. You cannot keep running after other people. And expecting it to fit uh, your lifestyle, your schedule, your choices, because everybody's different. They all come from different backgrounds. Yeah, uh, exactly. Different. If the, it also depends on if they're single parents or if they have a partner or someone that's helping them. Maybe the they have family. family. Yeah, yeah, like if they have family as well. I mean, this is like I know. I know there are expats here that have family close by. They may be from Germany or a closer place. So. They'll come in for that weekend and pick up the slack. Yeah, uh, but, exactly. Like yeah. When, when we were in Vienna, it was like the most convenient thing that, hey, dad, what are you, you doing like tomorrow evening? And, and, you know, and if they had time, they actually could come over. And it was making so much life so much easier because it was, uh, yeah, they, they were there to help. And then it's created time, which is also, I, I feel had the question to that, that um, it's a perception but it created time for you to be able to do more and plan less, I guess. So yeah, that's what comes in. Yeah. So um, when we talk about that, I you are a stay-at-home mom, what do you do all day? It's, it's a really funny concept because you have X amount of time and you will fill in. You will <laughs> fill up that time. It's, it's not that it's you never ever ending, have, yeah, It's a never-ending job. It's not that job. you plug in like a hoover and you just stand in the corner. So... Either you go to an office and work there for eight hours or you are home and then you organize this and that and then. And and it's, as you said, so if you're a stay-at-home mom and you have the kids for the whole afternoon every single day, unless you want to lose your mind, you will go on and keep organizing play dates. You will keep organizing yes. afternoon runs. You will go for yeah, the sometimes programs. I kind of felt bad. Like sometimes it's like, why, isn't, why didn't I have a play date arranged like 20 times a week for my kids? uh like 
in the beginning, especially when I was just getting to know people more or neighbors and stuff, it really, you realize just how much planning or effort actually goes into integrating, for example, yeah. is that you actually have to plan things out. And then I'd feel bad. Like uh, when you ask other people, other moms, like, oh, well, we're booked up for this day or we're booked up for that day. And like, oh, am I not doing enough? Yeah. Am I not? Oh, my kid's not in this activity or that activity. Oh, and then you start feeling actually also bad again, you know, because you're comparing. You're missing out. You're comparing. Oh, why, why, why am I not able to schedule all that? And I mean, I I felt bad even balancing things for for kids. Uh, Like, why is it my kid learning how to play piano and basketball and I don't know what art class and whatever. And then you sort of came back. Okay. Well, maybe that's great if they can do it and they can balance it. And then, but we can't do that. It's not for us. And yeah. it took a long time to get to that point. It's, it's not for me. And you it's know? also that if you do all that, so we, we used <laughs> yes. to have this um, month or something like it was uh, with the two kids with the different schedules. It was like, from Monday to Sunday, we had some extracurricular activity on the afternoon. And the kids exhausting. were like God, crying their eyes out. I want to play with my toys. Wow. And, and it's it's also that, okay, then I give everything for these kids. And they are so ungrateful. They just want to stay home. So do I do something wrong? And then goes again. Yeah. And, and, and this overthinking. They don't always need to be as scheduled as we think we should. And the yeah. same for us as adults, like I should be doing this and this and that and that. And no, not necessarily. If it's not okay for you, yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> it's, it's like schedule is not there necessary to be full. Schedule is there. Yeah. If it has to be full, then you know when to go, where to go. And it's, it's again, comes down to this balance that if I'm a stay-at-home mom or if I'm working part-time or if I work full-time, whatever time I left, I have to schedule it. Whatever yeah. time I do, I have to schedule it. I will have the same 24 hours in a day as, as anyone else. else. And yeah. it's it's not everybody can balance time the same way others do. Uh, especially if you have different situations at home. If I mean, some things go smoother for some people. Or if you have kids with learning difficulties, like I have at home, or you have uh, kids with other special needs, you take, you have to slow down. You have to be flexible and move at their pace and at your own sanity's pace. Sometimes exactly. you try that's, to push. I mean, that's, keep that's pushing. That's key, that your own sanity because yeah, because you, you keep go pushing. For the oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, put the mask on yourself first. Exactly. Exactly. It's like think of you first because you're the one who's in charge, you're managing. And if you can't and you start crumbling, then everything else around you starts crumbling too. It's it's yeah, you're the pillar that holds things up. So look to yourself and your own sanity first. Yeah. <laughs> because when you push too hard, you feel frustrated because you haven't achieved something. And you and already two minutes late in your schedule, even before you woke up. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then you beat yourself up mentally yeah. for the rest of the day, week, year that oh, I wasn't doing this or I didn't do the way I wanted. It's not perfect. And that's like, you know, that's another problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really true. Um, I really like in this um, how to be perfect or not perfect. Uh, I'm not sure how true it is or how not, but uh, with the passion rugs, they the original ones they were not allowed to be perfect because 
got only perfect that exactly the yeah theory. that's and, true when you and, think of it, it's uh, like <laughs> and it's it's something like that so even if you're not a believer or something nothing is perfect perfectionism is yeah i mean i i suffer terribly from uh perfectionism i'm i'm really bad about that and i have to keep reminding myself uh my husband also keeps reminding me it's like it doesn't have to be perfect it looks fine it's okay or this doesn't this occasion doesn't have to be perfect uh because again you'll be setting yourself up for failure and disappointment because it will never be good enough and also for example an event so let's see christmas dinner has to be perfect it has to but have like this on the top and if it's not this kind of cranberry sauce have you know two kids how can life be perfect with i mean one of them will most probably the cranberry sauce will go on one of the dress or the soup will go on the tablecloth. It won't be perfect. I was it's, obsessing, it's like speaking of peaceful. holiday pressure, as long as other yeah. pressures, like we were having friends over for, for dinner that like sort of holiday, you know, there's always like dinner before or after Christmas as well. It's extended. And we're having friends over after a long time. And and I was flipping out because my husband bought the wrong potatoes for the mash. And I was like, but these are like, why? <laughs> so, but they're potatoes. They'll be fine. And like, and I'm like, yeah, but now you bought like three or four kilos of those. And what am I supposed to do with this? And it's not the right kind of potato. And it just, you know, it's going to ruin everything. We can't use these anymore. And he's like, for potatoes. Yeah. And then like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, we're going to, we're going to have to use them. We're just going to use them. And then he was, he's like, he made, went ahead and made the mash just to sort of like, you know what, just I'll take over that, do that for you. And did everybody eat the mashed potatoes? They were did fine. They, they were a little starchier than usual. Nobody cared. Potato. Nobody cared. And everybody enjoyed it. They had fun. And we used a different kind of potato and the universe did not crumble. So yeah. uh, that's like small examples of something. It's like the balance. It's like, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It will be okay. Perfectionism you don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah. But it's really true. And I, I remember it was so sweet. Once I was in a supermarket and, and an old man came up to me. Sorry, my wife wrote me this uh, shopping list. And it only said onions. I see seven different kinds kind of, of onions. onions. <laughs> what could she mean? Oh, yay. And <laughs> no pressure there. Yeah. And he's like, onions. If I that's... bring the brown thing home, you know. <laughs> I can't take that pressure on me. But but yeah, as you say, it's going to be onions. I mean, if it's purple, red... It's going to taste like an onion at the end of the day. You it's know. going to be onions. And um, and it doesn't matter. And and if we can just get somewhere there in our lives that, yeah, there are things that we can handle. There are things and we can control. And control, yeah, more, more better word. And... Uh, and it makes difference, and and we have to figure out what are what we can handle, what are in our control, control and, what is and find some some uh, common ground of these two things, and then go with that. And uh, to find the balance and get there, everyone is in a situation, so there is there is no way that there is no change. So yeah. we we talking about being uh, parents and having parents around us. Those kids are changing every single minute. So and their it's, needs it's and their reactions yeah. and, and everything so. and tastes for things or all that changes. Interests change and yeah. that's we have to stay flexible. I think I think something also about scheduling that I, I know I'm gonna come back that there was something I'd seen there was um 
I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with her that she's online. She's a Facebook mom um, who's now famous, actually. <laughs> it's uh, Christina uh, Kuzmich, I think. I don't know, hope I'm saying her name correctly. Um, she, there was one something I watched once that she'd said, and it was stuck with me. It's like, change your schedules. Like you have a calendar or something, write it in pencil. Oh, that's a really good one. Write it in pencil and you will find things so much easier because it's not written in stone it you can erase it move on and like just reschedule it it's fine you know it's that's what i've really sort of it, it's a whole mental sort of mindset write it in pencil yeah. that means you can be erase it flexible change it move on that's yeah. that's something i think that's also i've tried to sort of apply <laughs> <laughs> application is uh, harder than than one imagines. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I, how how we, we can talk about it when when it comes down not to freak out when the kid is not coming home in time, so oh, we can't yeah. leave in time for the next occasion, and they just want to stay ten more minutes. And no, and or I've had to. on the other hand, if work is not finished because the meeting is not finishing and it's going on and on, and damn, I have to pick up the kid or I have to call again. That sorry, me again. Yeah. yeah, can you just hold the kid for 10 minutes longer? It's just always, always there. So we have to have some flexibility in it. And uh, also to... plan B, C, D, and E. Oh, my advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like to we usually have all the way A, B, and W. There's like exactly to the, to, to the end because I, I sort of like, okay, well, this is failing. Next plan, next plan, next plan. Uh, because you will have to keep like adapting as you go. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, well. Let, have that with buses you're luckily everything moves on time or things like that would be like well i always have like the next what's the next possible bus time that i can catch or do or whatever yeah because everything else uh doesn't isn't as flexible as as yeah. you would like it to be right yeah so you have to have that plan b c d e f g and keep going to the end of the alphabet so I think it was a really nice conversation covering, I mean, we started from how to be in balance and not labeling ourselves into how to let go. But these are really interconnecting things because if we, it's stick with, yeah, if we stick with the schedule, it's like we're sticking with a label. If we label ourselves to be that and the schedule is not supporting that label, no. then it's like pretty much... You're setting yourself up for a burnout. Yeah, yeah. In the end, because mentally you just won't be able to cope and everybody will be miserable at the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> So, so I think it's what, what we got that we all should aim for something that works for us. us. Having a schedule, having a label, having a non-label, having something uh, that really us. And that's, that's the key that us, we, I, me, me yeah, I'm there too in it. So, so uh, the whole conversation before we started recording was going on that, okay, What's what's the change? What's what's the um, what are the priorities and and what's the components of the balance? And it was like work, family, me, me, family, work, work, yeah. me, family, and how to put these things together and how to put everything in that twenty four hours we have in a day without feeling guilty, without feeling um, like we're not yeah. and without feeling burned out and uh, having the fears of missing out of things yes there are things i'm going to miss i mean i already missed half of the ski season 
I don't ski, so that doesn't bother me that much. But the kids are just coming to me that when we are going sledging, when we are going skiing. Oh, yeah. yeah well, there's always eventually. Like, and if it doesn't, and I've had to tell my kids the same thing, if it doesn't happen, it will still be okay. We'll yeah. get it next season or next time or whatever. It will still be there. It's, it's not yeah. going anywhere. And, and it's, it's, that's the hard thing, I think, in keeping our sanity because we have to make these decisions that, there are things we want to do, there are things we have to do, there are things we need to do, and there are things that someone else wants us to do, and there are some things that someone else wants us to do, and how to bring all this together and just pick that will keep us in the highest float, I don't know, closest to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so I think that's a really good message for today. And I would like to thank you, Maryam, for this nice conversation. It well, was thank like you so for fast. having me. Yeah. <laughs> and for the rest of you, um, enjoy the week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Reform Your Lifestyle Show. If you want to know more about me, or about my guests, go visit www.reformyourlifestyle.com and there you can find all the information, previous podcast episodes, and more. Hope to have you back soon.